What's up, everybody? It's Joe Lupuma. You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneakers Show. As always, I'm joined by my two friends, my two co-hosts, the highly, highly opinionated Mr. Matt Welty. I wish uh, <laughs> when we get to 200 episodes, we're going to air the 10 minutes we were talking yes. before this as a yes. – maybe as like a – one day we'll do like a Patreon or Behind something. Behind the scenes, the yeah. deleted I mean, bonus pay, pay, If yeah. all of you pay us $10 a piece, maybe we'll drop it. To my left, the man in the middle, even though he's to the left, Mr. Brendan Dunn. <laughs> I, wish. I almost, I almost, to be honest, I really almost want to just say what we were talking about. Yeah, the energy the, was so yeah. high. So to, to, before, we, before we turned the cameras on, before we turned the mics on, there was a heated fiery charge debate i don't consider it heated, sparks though. flying i saw sparks i don't consider it heated like that's the thing a lot volcanic of people, it was we it were was erupting spirited discussion it was spirited another thing like yeah people always say yelling and heated that to me was like a perfect discussion debate to two friends oh yeah a respect. We, we, needed, yeah. we needed we needed a uh, our uh, he gets a little louder than we needed, me, though, we needed yeah well, it happens he, but we needed our former colleague Tony Moy to pop out with the Life at Complex yeah, that camera. And I thought you were going to say we needed Joe Budden to pop out and get yeah. right up in your face like this. So <laughs> basically behind the scenes, let's, let's, yes, let's okay, uh, yeah. you know, peak, what did it say? Uh, lift up the curtain? Like, yeah, uh, pull back the pull curtain. Ba <laughs> pull back the curtain. We got into, we were talking about the new Travis album and we'll, mm -hmm. we'll leave that to like the music team. You could read their uh, first impressions. Yeah, but Utopia. It, yeah, Utopia. But it came up that um, we were talking about slaps and, yeah. uh, and, you were talking about you working out and how you hear Gunna and Travis Scott and, and twenty. I hear that's all I hear for like okay. hours and hours at the blocks. box at the gym. Yes, but to me, it's not saying I hate their music or their awful artists. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that, but okay. it's just when I hear the music for like two hours on end, it just all kind of blends together to me. It doesn't bring out any like specific emotion or rage or or no or just feeling Joy. of you know the second euphoria. Nope. Hold on. Mm -hmm. The second you hear a song that you really like or really gets you excited, the second the song turns yeah. on, all of a sudden your mood, the dopamine like, receptors are firing. Like, like yes. um, Limp Bizkit Nookie for you? <laughs> Whatever. If you, you, would say, you would say it, <laughs> so just, I'm not just, even... Just something, just something, something out of, you know? Someone, okay. someone throws on a Blink-182 song okay, that here, you love. Okay. Someone throws on the Taylor Swift song. All right, so, and then the conversation, which lasted like eight minutes. Jeez, it, let's was, just go it to, was heated. Let's just go to how it ended where I was saying Travis Scott sickle mode is an absolute slap. And you said Travis Scott has a number of slaps, slaps. a catalog full of slaps. Yes. And, but you had, uh, wait, but you, hold, hold on, on, just hold on, let's, on. let's, let's just water well, it down. Do you think sickle mode is a slap? What I said was, is that you had boiled it down to <laughs> if I was out in a club intoxicated, which I don't drink anymore, but okay. it might, no, hold on, it's fine. I, I didn't I like, mean, no, 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 I, no, no, I, fine. Like a, I like, I like yeah. just throwing it out there anyways. Okay. Respect. Uh, but. Okay. So, but in that era, if something like that came on, I'm saying, you're saying it's a, it's a universal slap. And I'm saying if I was in that situation in my life, it just wouldn't elicit or extract the same emotion out of me. So I can't consider it a quote unquote slap because it doesn't put me in that mood vibe zone is when that song comes on and instantly you like you said you get the dopamine receptor so i don't get that feeling or emotion from it i'm not saying it's a bad song it just doesn't quote unquote slap to me yeah see i was just coming out of it as like this shit slaps yeah but it may not be my favorite you. song 
this one I, I but I think like something has mode. to slap to you personally to consider it a slap. That's where we kind of disagree. It's like talking about like it's like before talking about food. It's like you go to a barbecue restaurant and you eat the brisket there, and you're like, "This brisket slaps," right? You know that the second you eat it, it's great, and you can say that it slaps because you had that feeling where all of a sudden you had the reaction that it slaps. If a song doesn't hit you the same, well, you can't call it a slap. I disagree. I think, and that's fine. Here's another question I would ask. Do you think more people feel like me or more people feel I, like More you? people do feel like you, but it's totally fine. But and I know, and that's, that's not like going to make me ever. No, and not ever going to make me. Yeah, but that's wow. why he's great at this. That's not like, going to make know, me change my mind. I'm not asking you to. Yeah. All right. They 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 pounded at the end. Yeah. An olive Here. branch exchange hey, between so this. seriousness, I had something. Oh, I, I mentioned this to Brendan. I Is had this something, a sneaker thing? Yes. Okay. I had something very, or semi-sneaker related. Oh, I had I had something really odd happen to me last night. Okay. Speaking uh, you... tangentially, maybe Drake. So I posted a picture of Pusha T wearing Prada's, yes. Prada's America Cup. Yeah. Right? Classic. Classic. Classic in like Pusha One being of the best. like a you know hustler, rapper. It, okay. it totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. I wake up this morning and I'm like, why is there 167 quote tweets and 165 replies to a Pusha thing of Pusha T? I don't know if this is Drake related, but someone sent the anti-Pusha T bots. The Russians got a hold of your, your ex account? <laughs> Did you respond yeah, to I'm, everyone? I don't know why it's not loading. Oh. <laughs> damn. This weekly uh, segment of Wealthy's Tweets. No, didn't... I'm just like, <laughs> damn. Wait, so what were they Russian saying? Interference. Okay. These are, they're so absurd. They're hashtag Pusha T exposed. Pusha T started snorting crushed Benadryl pills after his 2009 BMW broke down. Pusha T messaging my sister asking for pictures of her salamander's feet. Hashtag Pusha T exposed. Pusha T gives cyanide to farm animals. Hashtag Pusha T exposed. Why are there? Why yeah, are, come come to threads, baby? Why are <laughs> come there to threads? Okay, Zuckle sort you, you out. Know, come to threads. No, but why? why that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Listen, user user population may be down fifty or sixty percent, but come come to threads. All right, America's <sighs> Cup great shoe. Pusha T great rapper. That other stuff. <laughs> we don't know about all that. <laughs> the oddest, the oddest thing. <laughs> yeah. That wow. just occurred. Uh, okay. Very tangentially sneaker related. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you get involved in the conversation. <laughs> I will, Let's go. I will say, though. Oh, he's still going. Interviewing Pusha over the years mm -hmm. about about footwear. Mm -hmm. Really good. One of the, one Great of the, history. the biggest like yep. joys of just talking to someone. We got to have him on yep. full-size run. It's just, oh, he'd be great. Awesome. I hope that it happens one day. It's Stephen Victor. Stephen Victor was I, on the podcast. We got I remember he had easy. said that this was connected to last week that at one point this is when his first adidas shoe came out mm -hmm. the, the eqt with the packaging yeah the scales on Fish it. scale uh, that was one of the all-time best yes moments of sneaking in yeah reference to an illicit substance yep. on a big sneaker brand product. How did Adidas, so, I just love right it. You know John Wexler was in there talking that fish scale <laughs> <laughs> cash shit. You know he was too. But, we doing the packaging. You know John Wexler was too. But they had the fish scale they had the fish scale yes. leather on yeah. the all on the all white shoe. And, and, and some then of the these Pyrex are lines on classic the Classic yeah. Life so, Complex like upscale vandal brought the packaging uh I think that day. It, it was either mm -hmm. the first model or the second but just hilarious shoe to have 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 pushed through yes. no pun intended and, and allowed that to exist at a brand like Adidas. But uh connected to last week, I remember <laughs> I remember asking him, this is funny to think about now, 
where I'm like, hey, this is your first sneaker collaboration. Do you ever see yourself getting into the zone where you've done all of these sneaker collabs mm -hmm. over the years? I was like, he, I think he's friends with Ronnie. I was like, would you ever want to be like a Ronnie Feig? And Pusha? Yeah, to, where you get to that level of designing shoes. And he had said that basically he would be like God level of designing shoes if he ever gets to Ronnie's level of doing sneaker yeah. collaborations. Okay. Tell that to the bots. <laughs> exactly. Just reply to everyone. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for reading. To every, reply to link. every bot with how on trend mesh runners are today. That's what you need to do. Okay? Yep. Yeah, I wore them for you. You see it. I didn't know we were going to have a little kerfluffle, but I wore them for you. Wow. Aligned in some regards. Look. Disagreeing in others. Yeah. Wait, hold on. These slap? Yes. Joe's <laughs> asking about his shoes. Are they a okay. slap? Are they a slap? Well, T. By the way, and I don't want to talk about Travis Scott more than we have to, although we can later, pertaining specifically to his shoes. He was in Jersey City. Did you give him the pass? I didn't know that. I didn't know that Travis Scott was in Jersey City. Yeah, when doing what? I'm you. Sh I, I he should was be with Siraj, another person who was on the podcast. He was Siraj? with Siraj. Uh, I think Siraj saw him. Siraj, yeah, yeah <laughs> saw him is different than no. He was with I, him. <laughs> I think Siraj was was with him, but did they? They didn't invite. No, him? they didn't give me a call. Damn. They heard about the disrespect. They knew that you were going to say sickle mode is not a slap. I'm glad they didn't invite you. <laughs> you know? You know? Say your ass at the Red Bulls game. <laughs> Wealthy's influence is not to be played down, though. No, no. He's, he, listen, you know what? I'm not even going hard at him, but, you know, I, I'm I'm feeling a little good to give him a little, like, uh, a jab bump. in the paint because yeah. he's yeah, on a fine. roll. He's on a roll. He's been dialed in. The comments are noticing. Uh, even Kelly Oubre, I felt like he was throwing some zingers out, you know? I told him. Yeah. I told him Friday night. I was like, listen, I was watching. I was like, oh, you Kelly Oubre on full-size run? Yeah. I was like, you were dialed in. You, you know, respectfully, he, he's going to bring it, you know? He's going to bring it. You always bring it. But you, you seem like you're on a different level of, of dialed in lately. When you And you know when he's it in, started. Would you say he's in sicko mode? Exactly. Exactly. And you know when it started, when he was rattling off every Kobe model from samples to PEs. Keep to, talking. Okay? Keep talking. Listen, no. like, go back. Thought when this he, guy didn't know Nike he blacked, basketball. He, he knows this. Huge. I, I said it, I said it in, in that episode. Room. He blacked out like Will Ferrell in uh, old school. Okay? <laughs> when he was rattling off those Kobe's. That's, I think that was like, you know, rattle that, can we talk, can we talk like, like a, a rattlesnake? Yeah. No, Mamba. Can we yeah. talk about milk snakes? Because remember the milk snake Kobe's? I like those. It will be, it'll be out Don't now. Don't get started. It'll be out now, but <laughs> legendary full size run moment mm. that occurred yesterday when we filmed it. Yes. We had the one and only Michael Strahan. Legend. NFL Hall of Famer. Giants. Giants. Legend. Super Bowl. Champion. Brendan Dunn decided to make a, a joke to Michael Strahan. About uh, we do. the you time he, he the time he got in the Super Bowl, the time he got you easily. The time he got cooked on the resale market, buying yeah. a pair of bread Jordan Elevens for uh, a girlfriend's uh, son at the time, mm -hmm. and okay. uh, I guess he didn't take too kindly to Brendan uh, making he got the in formation. Joke. No Beyonce. He was gonna. <laughs> Brendan was gonna skip his <laughs> skip his fit. He got in the three point stance and looked him dead in the eyes and face. said are you Did gonna your are you gonna skip my fit or not did your life flash before your <laughs> yeah. eyes Did you i was see yeah. what i was i was going back through all 100 episodes of the complex sneakers 
show. Yeah, the, you saw what Strahan and OCU Manure did in that Super Bowl? <laughs> Forget it. Absolutely Forget it. Not, but... uh, he was on sneaker shopping, but I had a great moment with him at the Nike ID studio. Him, Justin Tuck. Oh, he brought that DJ, up. DJ Clark Kent. Yeah. And I remember, I think, I don't think Clark Kent was, but I think Justin Tuck was roasting Strahan's designs. He's come a long way. He was on sneaker shopping, full size run. Brent, great guest, is, though. Is I can't the, wait to watch that. Is that the only time, Brendan, you would agree that I know you'd like to take pride in saying that other people won't sway your opinions or people won't get you to say things that maybe you don't agree in. But Michael mm. Strahan was staring you dead in the eyes in the three-point stance saying, if you skip my outfit, I'm going to hit you right now. And I think you gave him a drip on it. I mean, I gave him a drip because I felt like that was best for the bit. He's about the content. I was trying to play the role. Like, yeah. obviously, he's not actually going to tackle me on the set of our sneaker show. I mean, what if it happened? That, then that's even better. Let me ask you, actually, let's if if that happened, would you have his back? Would you try? Like, come on, this is what you've been training for. Oh yeah, yeah. Lifting I mean, you being the gigantic most gigantic weights. You you being the most like I mean, I um, muscular, like I, maybe on I, set. Would I you feel, be? Would I feel you? like I would have to like if he's in the three point stance and it's going to happen. Yeah, just jump on the back and hit him with the rear naked choke. Man, what? Okay. We're choking out guests okay, now. A little, a little dark. Okay, <laughs> that's, I'm the best, I'm sorry. that's the best. Okay. That's the best. It's hypothetical. Yeah. I want to. I, I want to not lose this thread. No pun intended. Mm -hmm. But I, I mentioned earlier. See you on there. <laughs> he's spinning up his pebbled ice. <laughs> that um, I don't want to downplay Wealthy's influence because, actually, after our shoot, I came home, a pair of black Air Max ninety sevens on feet. Took him off by the door. My girlfriend goes, "Oh, big JLP shoe." Ooh, <laughs> let's go! Oh, wow, let's go! Get a trademark. And I was like, "You're absolutely right. This is a huge shouts to her JLP shoe. Love to hear it. Black Love Air to Max see 97s it. with yeah. the gold accents. I don't think you have them though. No, I don't. I got the silver bullet OGs and the Ronaldizies. I call them gold. Call I, know, I know. I, I just I don't call do them it for that. the content. I know Joe hasn't came around to them yet, but have you seen? How many people are talking about <laughs> the, these, uh, Brendan, these blue glow Vomeros? <laughs> he was Told right. You. He was Told right. You. He was Vimeros. predicting it. Have you, I, I don't know. I've been seeing that shoe nice all show. over this week. It looks just kind of like a white, maybe I think it's a tan suede, black hits, but the, the middle panel and the sole in the dark glows to blue. Uh, I love that the Vomero narrative too, because now people are adding me. Is there a shot with like uh, <laughs> like when a will new, he do it? Yeah, will he when do a it? New, when a new Vomero like uh, will go on you know the complex sneakers social and yeah. like oh this is releasing whatever. Not on any of those other. Accounts. Yeah, exactly. J at JLP, any shot of these? Like so, <laughs> stick all the marketing specialists would exactly. be retained. Wait, what about what about the one that I, I shared the other day where I think it was uh, Paolo Maldini from the uh, the Italian yes national Did you see team. Rudy Calderon no, of Yao Ming yeah, fame yeah. is on vacation. He replied to you this morning. Did, did you? I didn't see it yet. No. All right, engage with it. It was lost in the... Yeah, it lost, lost, lost in the T-Box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but What did he, he say? Uh, he said, hold on. Get it but real quick. For the record, he was wearing a pair of white... He was wearing the slate, I remember the those. slate blue. I remember those, Air Max too. 95 OGs. I think people call them French blue. It was in the 90s. R Rudy. Ita Italian, I think World Cup maybe... With the socks tucked into the track pants. Rudy said, Maldini, don't miss, plus Nike era of Azuri. Yeah. With the yep. kissing emoji and the... Uh... With the Italian, yep. Mm -hmm. Chef's kiss. Wait, so that would that picture inspire you to maybe try a white Air Max 95? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, they, <laughs> but listen, they're crushing it. They're crushing mm -hmm. it. Should we talk about the shoes we're wearing on feet? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mesh runners, you guys got some mesh runners on today? Yep. Yeah. Wealthy, what are you wearing? Oh. 
You go first. Okay, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I have some Reebok Club C. This is the all gone Paperboy Paris pair with the pink Complex Con shoe accents on them. Yeah, from Complex Con. I got the pink Those look socks nice. to go with them. Thank you. Uh, I I'm glad to hear you say that. Although sometimes I look down and feel like they don't look that nice because the leather on the toe box is a little bit oh, warped a little creased, yeah. from the rain. I think it was. I think I got caught in the rain once in them. So. Yeah, they look good. Does it hit different for you now? To I know you don't wear the white leather Reeboks as much as yeah. when when it was your signature era. But I think you were known for wearing like the super cooked yeah pairs during that time. But now to have kind of a semi fresh yeah he was white leather on. You know what also felt good in that he was known for back then the bag that they gave him. <laughs> so maybe you know the re up. Maybe all of a sudden those the re the, the re paper up. boy comes out. The club C's come out. You know we Wait, had the C the C. Listen, in, the CEO sat. Is there any is there any movement on after we had uh yeah we're yeah, the one and only Todd Krinsky on the show and made a joke to hey uh, you're gonna get Brendan a shoe at Complex Con yeah I mean, Todd's on top of it okay we need to bring in Rich Paul to broker that deal <laughs> oh he's New Balance he wouldn't do it we'll be all right okay so what do you got on feet I got the dime. Hopping right on the trend. 860 V2, you know? Speaking of bags, you you dropped a bag on those? Dipping my toe into the mesh. uh, How long have you had these? Three weeks. Do you feel like you hopped on a trend when you got them? Or do you not care about that? Let me tell you something. I couldn't give a damn. (laughs) (laughs) It's an honest question. It's an innocent question. About a trend? (laughs) About hopping. I like them. He brought them up. Yeah. And I got them after the podcast because I was influenced. By Wealthy's him. influence still Absolutely. happened. Still, Absolutely. those are similar run. color too to the uh, Jound. No, I was going to say but, similar color to the Inter Milan Air Max ninety sevens that you've been putting a lot yes, of burn on lately, those. right? Yeah. Yes. How does it feel wearing those lately, Joe? Inter Milan. Yeah, great. Been wearing those like every single weekend. Arrivederci. Great, great. I love these though. I love this. I love navy blue. I like the mesh. I'm not hopping totally on the trend, but yeah, I'm dipping the my Y2K toe. Y2K trend. Yeah, exactly. Y2K. Shout out. Shout out. I never heard of the term Y2K as it relates to footwear. As yeah, and he was bringing that in. Did, we never brought it up on this I podcast. Had, when he said that, I had never. I don't think I had heard that yet mm-hmm. per se. It's interesting because I've heard that with Gen Z, they're been oddly going back and revisiting like deftones vintage shirts and stuff like that are super popular so i guess that makes sense if you say y2k yeah not just footwear wise but as a whole is a trend like you um you see uh the corn adidas shoes that feels very y2k mm. um 99 2000s that's like peak corn well the song adidas came out in 96 i think well well i would say when corn blew up mm. That's I know that song was from before, but when I think of like the rap rock trend, I think yeah. of like maybe like ninety eight to like two thousand and one. Yeah, but the Y two K terminology on sneakers I think refers to something just after in the two thousands, in the early two thousand tens, even that silvery. Yeah, it's like two thousand six, two thousand six to two thousand eleven era yeah. of mesh running shoes. Yeah, and it's it's a term I've seen used in internal brand documents when they're describing the trend and describing this general look. Sorry, Wealthy. No, totally fine. Uh, these are just uh, Saucony Triumph, Pro Grid Triumph 4s. Feeling triumphant a, today? They look like, and they look like... Uh, the bees. Yeah, Wu-Tang yep. Killer Bees. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah how, makes about sense. That? how about that? Can we take it back to Travis Scott for a moment? Yeah, for sure. The most boring possible version of a collaboration 
This is a man who has slaps and even has sneaker slaps, but this utopia Nike Air Force One did not need to exist. It's just the all white one with the. It's lasered on, right? It looks like lasering on the back there. Also, they're $150. I know we're all used to paying more just because someone's name is attached to a shoe, but this is a little too much for what appears to mostly be a white on white Air Force One. Oh, one thing I want to address, and you said I've been on a roll where I uh, maybe had an L lately and joe took the brunt of it and i'll admit that it was my mistake okay sneaker shopping episode with phantom yeah go watch it yes uh, people know i work behind the scenes and try to help out yes. putting some sneaker information not, on not try he helped both of these guys help out so we've done how many episodes work a lot over two two fifty two sixty yeah a lot i mean you try to have a good batting percentage but once in a while hmm. maybe yeah, you, you don't got, see something and you, you make a mistake. I said that I on the sneak call out sneaker section at the end, I said that he was wearing white Air Force Ones. He was wearing white Air Force Ones, but he was wearing the certified lover boy yes. Air Force Ones. And I It's okay. My eyes deceived me for a second and uh Well, it was very tough. It it was tough to identify. I think he also had the jeans over the sneakers, which was tough and then trying to cover him up. Yeah, on set I couldn't even realize it. But like I just wanted for transparency's sake, because I know people were it's okay. Trying to say something about it. Yeah, and I pronounced uh, AMP wrong. Won't make that mistake <laughs> Owning again. Owning up to all of our mistakes you know, today. <laughs> won't make that mistake again. This is the real behind-the-scenes you know, content that they come here for. were on my head for. a little bit last night, but uh, yeah. But okay, let's these go Travis back Scott to, Air yeah. Force Ones, this Utopia Air Force One, it just raises the question for me, and I know it must be the case, but does Nike ever say no to this man? You've been... Uh, I don't want to say pushing this narrative, but this is like a narrative that you've like held on to like yes. lately. Where do less with Travis Scott? Yeah, Nike, please. It seems like you really are into that. Yeah, I, I guess I guess maybe it's becoming repetitive at this point. But, it, but here's he's proving himself say. again and again of like what and and obviously these go up on his merch site, and this is a, a ploy partly to boost album sales because you can add a music product for five dollars, and it's this bundle thing that a lot of artists have been doing with merch didn't, for years. Didn't he do that with the was it the concert sales or whatever with the Kylie Cosmetics? Wasn't there something? I like think that? so. Yeah, a similar approach to bundling. I just it's 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 just gotta, a bit much for me. I got to zag a little bit though. If you're a fan of him, it, to me, it's something cool that you would want to own. I get Maybe it. not for us. The I mean, threshold for cool is really low. Here. But like, it's an Air Force One with the album. On I think. It. I think. I, I would say, listen, creativity wise, no, it's nothing. Not, yeah. But like, as a add on to the album that you're excited about, as a definitely not for us. Yeah, we're. Not, I don't think we're going to be wearing the Utopia Air Force Ones. But I could see, like younger younger fans or even super fans being like, yeah, that's something that I would be interested in. Plays devil's advocate real quick because. This ties on to a conversation me and Brendan Dunn were actually having in the office the other day. Let's take it back to like to the real Y2K. Let's take it back to like 2003, 2004. We were talking about buying underground rap albums okay. on sandboxautomatic.com. And everywhere the other day, this. I'm in the office bumping Cannibal Ox, The Cold Vein. <laughs> Brendan Dunn has been on the hunt for a Def Jux tour t-shirt that he saw a man wearing outside of the Did office. Did you find it? It's $250 on eBay. Um, but... Revenge of the Robots tour. There's a we were we here, were talking. We were talking. Fly floating around. Yeah. like that episode of Breaking Bad. Go yeah. on, Walty. <laughs> we were talking about back in that era mm -hmm. how cool it was that you could pre-order a Cage or Mr. Liff album and you'd pay extra twenty dollars and you'd get the the poster, the T-shirt, a signed poster and a yeah. T-shirt with it, and you wish you had like held on to those items. I know a sneaker is a little different, but can't you imagine a kid who 
listens to Travis now where you have a sneaker that's directly tied to the album where you can you said like the bundles per yeah. se but they'd be more hyped on getting that even maybe more so than all of travis one lower air max 270 i do see that argument to an extent but i don't know how you could ever be more excited over that air force one than you are an actual legitimate travis scott product from nike that was developed and thought about and colored up and things like that like a 270 or air max one. I, I agree but i just think it's a total add-on like excited about it's the album. add-on but the other word is a throwaway like i must feel, I must feel the opposite catalog. though do you think that he puts that in his sneaker catalog i don't it's a little different for us to look at it because it is a sneaker but mm. to me it's like a piece of merch yeah more so than a sneaker collab but i feel i to me i i feel the opposite you Be, like it I'm not saying that I like it, but I, I view it from the sense of it's actually something that's tied to his music. So if you were a fan, that the shoe might that's actually feel, feel more important mm. than just a random collaboration because, one, they're probably going to be more limited. I am i don't know. Yeah. Same with, like, the certified Loverboy Drake Air Force mm. ones where it's, like, tied to the album. They did, like, a smart flip on it. Or I think the one shoe that didn't even come out from Drake, obviously, I haven't. I think Drake has had some of the worst sneaker collaborations from a big artist of all time that they haven't been great. But one of the shoes that they did that never came out, there was a Views Air Jordan Six Low mm -hmm. that just said Views on, like it was like an all white shoe that just said Views. He's got so many unreleased Jordans. From and I'm like, that's cool soured. because it's something that's tied to his music. And if you're a fan, you probably want something that speaks more towards like the piece of art. That's like a almost like it feels more of a collector's item than just like a marketed yeah product. Okay, I don't know. you I, you threaded That's how the I needle feel. there. That's how you, I you feel. threaded the needle there. We'll we'll use the thread once again, mm -hmm. and I feel like that is the best possible explanation for why this thing could mean something because it's tied to something very specific back to the music. I still think as a shoe, we can all agree it's the most boring thing. Yeah, ever, I, but I, I know I what you mean. It. I know, but it's still but it still maybe even ties back to an era of there's so many Nike shoes. That are just bore people say, oh, boring white Air Force Ones. But you mm -hmm. know, they made like a USDA or a Jeezy like snowman yeah. Air mm -hmm. Force One mm -hmm. where there was just like the emblem on the heel or like yeah, a small upgrade to a, regular a Rockefeller Air Force, Air Force One or the Blueprint 2 Air Force Ones where there's nothing special about the shoe except for the logo on it. But the logo tied to the music means everything. Yeah. But I also think that those ones are in a different category because they came. 20 years ago mm -hmm. when this thing hadn't yeah. evolved where we expect so much more so that just a simple logo hit felt more special then but, but I, I know what you mean in terms of tying it to the music i guess in it's funny because people always say you know i hate the kids and all that sort of stuff but i don't think you can fault <laughs> someone who's 17 years old at this that's what i'm saying at, at this point where they never like you said that happened 20 years ago but they yeah. never had the opportunity to participate in something like that so maybe them getting a utopia air force one is the closest they're ever going to feel to getting a Rockefeller Air Force One when it first came out. Yeah, fair. And also, you are totally right. I have been on this wave. Maybe, maybe I'm the hater at this point, but I, it's, no, it's becoming no, no, a thing. No, no, I agree. I just we talk about Travis shoes so much, and my opinion on them kind of stays the same. Of like, man, there's really a lot. I mean, I agree because I would say, and I said it this week, where I've been thinking about it because the two shoes lately, you have the Billie Eilish mm -hmm. Alpha Force mm -hmm. 88s, and then you have the Travis Mac Attacks, mm -hmm. where they're two. OG shoes from Nike's lineage yep. that don't need any like added level of storytelling to them. You can kind of like take the story that Michael Jordan wore the shoe back in the day. Here's John. You think McElroy. they're hot on their own? Hot on their own. And why are you doing collaborations with these two artists on the original 
colorways of the shoes where you don't really need to, where you can do other things with those artists. I'm not saying F Travis Scott or Billie Eilish. I'm just saying you should create product for them that's special and stands out and has- Stands apart from this very known original version. Where it's like, you don't need them to tell the story and then you also should tell more of their story. This, This isn't part of their story at all. So you're almost doing a disservice to the fans by not somehow elaborating more on what these artists mean to them. They got to get him out to Beaverton. You're firing right now. I love this. A little uh, focus group. (laughs) I guess using them helps open up the story to a new audience. No, trust me. Silhouettes that we may be super familiar with and know the history of. I do think it's interesting. The last thing I'm just going to say is Mm -hmm. that I had said that, and then I got a comment from Jimo Wong, used to be at Jordan Brand and Mm -hmm. made a lot of limited product. And he thinks where Nike went awry lately or just not doing smart stuff is that he thinks that the brand got really lazy during the pandemic and whatever that means and not having people do their best work and then Mm. maybe stuff like this happens because people were mailing it in it's just interesting take yeah okay one sneaker that i think we can all agree is not mailed in and even if we don't like it is an absurd looking shoe Mm. that deserves some amount of respect or um, that you broke the news on. yeah yeah No big deal there. Cactus Plant <laughs> Flea Market Nike Air Flea 2. Soul Retriever had actually reported earlier this year that they were on the way, and we had the first images of them that we published this past week. Franz from Turnstile wore them on stage at Rolling Loud in Miami. This was such a cool moment to me also in terms of the no pun intended rollout. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. But just this is a moment where a shoe is seen in the wild for the first time, and it takes a while to really be noticed. You know, some of these people, you mentioned Travis Scott or Billie Eilish, every single sneaker that they wear, we're going to scrutinize it. And if they were to wear a never-before-seen Nike shoe, we would know about it within Mm -hmm. minutes of the images being public. But this was a cool, you know, slow, quiet moment where he wore them on stage, again, basis from Turnstile, at Rolling Loud. And it was days later that people finally started to pick up on it. And again, we got the nice clear photos mm-hmm. of the sneaker, first look of it on feet. And I just enjoy that. It felt more organic in a way. And maybe I'm just saying this because we broke the story. But I, I'm not I'm not a fan of that shoe per se. Yeah. And it's not because I don't want to say, oh, it's whack. I hate cactus. It's not any of that. I, I, I said that I think that we're in an era where you have a lot of funky shoes. Yeah. yeah. And, but the shoes are tied to some sort of actual function. Yeah. That just feels like it's just weird for weird sake where it wasn't designed for anything. It's just a sh- like a, do you want to make a, what a crazy shoe looks like in your mind rather than, okay, I designed it this way because doing X activity, it yeah. works better for that. So to me, it feels like a little, a little off. But I do think we're also in a cool moment too, going back to the corn thing in turnstile where we're noticing that maybe just outside of always having a rap artist be like the go-to collaborator or unveiler or whatever, realizing there's like different genres of music that have influenced sneaker culture over the years. Like if you go back to our episode of Full Size run a couple weeks ago, we have Dom from Brooklyn Projects on. (laughs) He's at a hardcore show in the late 80s wearing a pair of Saucony high tops and making it look... The spot builds, yeah. And he was actually talking about going to brands and being like, why don't you more often embrace this rich history of metal acts or rock groups from the 80s and 90s wearing sneakers that is just as relevant in, in a way as, as are the other more standard. So that's why I points. thought Turnstile being a hardcore band unveiling the shoe. Yeah. Is and just, Franz is a real sneaker guy. Just a, just a cool moment, you know? I also think, you know, obviously has like a little Balenciaga Defender DNA to it. Oh, yeah. 100%. But here's what I would say, though. I think it looks cool. 
I couldn't wear it. I could see you wearing those. I don't know oh, if this I could is get big, those off. Big JLP. I don't want to talk about big JLP shoes. I don't know if I could get those off, but it does. Bro. As funky as it looks, it looks with the very Kith, cool. With the Kith Nike track pants. I feel like Yachty could get these off. No? Yes. Sure. I it, feel like people are going to be able to get these off. Uh, and I do think looking at these pictures, a lot going on, but they look cool obviously in this colorway is totally my colorway yeah the, the it's, it's black. black and alabaster here's the thing though welty mentioned that he feels like the shoes aren't designed for any specific purpose and i do kind of agree with that but also it gets really tough to tell especially i mean i feel this way about a lot of these top tier nike projects mm -hmm. where they're not going to make people available to be interviewed about the shoes or to explain the choices that went into their design and that makes them feel well, all the time opaque but also like well, oh also, why does this exist why did you do this also like this cynthia, cynthia lou exactly the, the head of cactus plant who actually was a intern at complex back in the day and yeah. also heavily involved in pharrell Louis yeah Vuitton but now she likes to be such a private person where it doesn't yeah so i think publicly so it cactus doesn't... specifically yeah you like don't get any insight into why does this shoe have moss growing off of it why is there yeah. a big chunky Dirty think, looking outsole. Do you see Drewski lace up the cactus plant with the Nelk video? No. Oh, really funny. No, the only, I, the I, only uh, memory or anything that I have, I, this was, I think this was when I was still an intern at Complex. Mm -hmm. And she, I, she was an intern, but shout out Sue Young, the old yeah. uh, editor for The Style yep. who was running things. I think it was her and Gian DeLeon were taking me to some basketball game like after I was being an intern in the office. Getting buckets? I don't remember. We were walking through the subway, and then she, Cynthia came out of nowhere and mm. was just beside us. And then Sue Young goes, oh, this is my former intern. She always wears the coolest stuff. Look at her Versace socks. And then she goes, oh, yeah, that's me. And then she just, like, ran off, like, into, like, the mm. into the wherever. And, like, it's just this weird, like, blip. I just remember that one yeah. little, like, instance. She and also, Cynthia, and not, we're not going to go down the whole rabbit hole yeah. of... Cactus plant sneakers, but I still love those Vapor Maxes. I know big JLP shoes. Oh, I love yeah. those Vapor Maxes and the JLP custom shoe surgeon Air yes. Force ones. Yep. And I even yep. yes, yes, based on the cactus. Wow, plant I love market. the yeah. yes, I those are fire. Okay, those, can I? I want to ask yeah. this though. I, okay. I agree. Not going too deep down the rabbit hole here, but this is an ongoing conversation that I think is interesting, and it definitely elicited some responses within the industry, even if they're not been made public. But Wealthy saying that Nike's only collaborators that matter are Travis Scott and. Who was it? Last week on the podcast, you said Nike's Cortez. only... Cortez. Cortez. Do you think Cactus Plant matters? I do, but I think Cactus Plant, uh, they fell into like a weird rabbit... Not hole, not rabbit hole. They fell into a weird gap mm. where you don't... We don't need all these collaborations all the time, which agreed. Mm -hmm. But I think... I feel like that Cactus Plant dunk that they did for whatever reasons. Or the Air Flea one, the one from last year? Yeah. Yeah. Ended up being just, it was almost like a, not debacle, but there was like the- The delays and the one pair came out and the other and one And the other didn't. one didn't. And there was like a lot of people said that the reason why it didn't release is because there were sizing issues with, with the shoe where- Oh, right. Those, where yeah. I don't know how true it was, but like it almost felt like the shoe was- the men's sizes were actually made to the women's sizes that the shoe just fits, not like a little tight. It just mm -hmm. didn't fit. So there was the other colorway that never came out. Then the big Grinch shave down one, which is, yeah. it's yeah. it's cool, but it's it wasn't, it never really caught on as much outside of a few like Instagram videos because no one was really going to wear it, yeah. you know, besides 
our co-host Trinidad, Trinidad James. James, who and he wore crushed it with the, it. With the Nets uh, yep. braids jumbotron, on it. stunting on the jumbotron, jumbotron shit popping. But I think that her and her her and her Nike collaborations were pretty hot for a minute, mm-hmm. and then I think maybe they people forgot about it for a second, yeah, and then maybe it's on the way back. Or I, I, I like the shoe, although. You have to mention the Balenciaga Defender, as Joe yeah. did. Oh, yeah. it, I, I can understand why people would be mad at this shoe or saying it just looks like a cycling sneaker or something like that. But I do think it's on the right side of, you know, pushing the Nike design team to to make as weird a shoe as possible. And maybe it's just for the sake of it. Again, we don't totally know, but I do think there's something um, honorable in that or something interesting in that. And I think that that has gone wrong plenty of times. Although it here does, pretty cool. The, the one thing that I'm brought back to when i see it is it, it reminds me a bit of like ispa yes for sure work where ispa to me is the side of acg that doesn't have like practical function to some degree interesting I know there's i mean they're not officially part of acg but I, you, you feel like a, it's like adjacent to that but the, all, there's all these like look with like the with like the the buttons that this shoe has but they don't really like there's the one shoe where like the elastic band comes off and the sole removes but there's like no actual app like practical application for that for wearing something really listen i'm talking about if, fleas yeah i wonder if the this flies fly gonna floating show up. around <laughs> honestly wonder um, if the flies gonna show up cactus pant fly market it is right <laughs> yeah it just it's just on the edge of like i i wanted to almost last week we didn't obviously have time to talk about it. i remember We've talked about the Road Warrior, the ISPA, and our Ronnie Feig was a huge he loved co-signer of that, that. But I almost he wanted, hated that shoe. But I almost want to ask him. We're like two, we're like two years, two or three years removed from that shoe now. I bought one recently too. Oof. Why? Do you feel Do you feel bad about it? I don't feel bad, but sounds like say, I'm I'm sensing a I would tinge of regret. Was, I would say he. I remember, and I also remember, I was like bullish, like, well, have you you haven't tried it out? I said to him. <laughs> I said to him in the Slack, uh, I don't think it aged particularly well. So I think we talk- like I think yeah, it was like a new technology and but there was again, no te- I bought there was one no fairly technology recently. to it. It was just it was just weird for weird's sake. Like you're saying, it didn't it wasn't this new hiking or running shoe mm. that has this new technology in it where you're like, Oh, that's really cool. It was just like let me see what I can put on a shoe. Yeah, I think he got that one. Thank you, Joe. But that's that almost feels like because we talk about it on full size room. We ask people, "What's your most regrettable sneaker purchase?" It feels like the no, the road no, but the Road Warrior is a regrettable sneaker purchase. These years later, how much was that shoe? Five hundred dollars? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't think my my version was five hundred. I would have to check. It was a more recent one. Not a cheap sneaker. Not a sneaker we ever need to. Man, see. my but, most regrettable purchase. I'm wondering. <laughs> oh, no, oh, I know what it is. What the white Supreme Blazer instead of the black oh, and red? Yeah, yeah you yeah, mentioned yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. One thing that uh, we talked about recently on this week's episode of Full Size Run, um, but I now that I'm talking about the we're talking about the cactus plant shoe, mm-hmm. reminds me of that I think Brendan's pretty hyped about is the Nike Mock, yeah, coming back. Like when I see that sole, it doesn't look the same, but there's something about the yeah. the that so black. So that's a suede upper, right? There are different versions of it. They, there are suede versions, but there's some leather one. There was a leather set of them from uh, mid 2010s i want to say that was one of the shoes that i would often hit ebay looking for although a leather mock can you imagine mm. how little your feet would be able to breathe in a, in a shoe Just like that tight. i don't even know if it's right to call is that it something you're going to go for when it comes out now um i guess if the right upper was available for the shoe um 
I, I do have an OG pair, but they're a size 11, which, as we know, is way far off from my actual real human shoe size. So, but with, with the right <laughs> yeah. with the right mock, I could I could be in for it. Can we talk about the born and raised dunk? Yes. Yes. Situation? So yes, some clarity. There was some back and forth on that. I think it started basically with an internet rumor. Is that fair to categorize it as that? Yeah. One guy on Twitter wrote, "quote Just got the call. Born and raised is canceled." And then another account, Horhead Sales, I think it is. I'm not super familiar with either of these accounts though, so I can't comment on like generally the verification the of, like, of, of what yeah. they say. Mm -hmm. not, not saying they're great. Not mm -hmm. saying they're not great. Um, but this other account. Horhead Sales quote tweeted it, seemingly backing it up, but kind of in a vague way. And then from there, some other accounts ran with the info saying, oh, born and raised Nike dunk is canceled. Uh, Kicks Finder on Twitter wrote, oh, the shoe is canceled. I think people just took this small bit of information and ran with it and turned it into this idea that the sneaker was canceled. There's no real indication. We reached out to Nike to born and raised that the shoe is canceled yet. And I don't think that there's a world in which that happens. I think that it was kind of a game of telephone is what I'm... Mm -hmm imagining okay. that something happened and some accounts weren't getting the shoes and then that turned into some people maybe saying that the shoe was canceled and then other people just took that as the shoe was well, canceled but that's not the case from what i, think I understand to, to bring it back to i think uh mentioned before but dom yeah I saw, projects he had he was talking about it online where there was a he said that this is basically the end of the the sneaker game of people making up didn't he say that the accounts are going to get canceled or well something? no he didn't say they were he said he posted that right People were posting rumors that, yes. oh, people were backdooring their shoes and now they have their account canceled and right. Nike stripped he was like, it. And he's like, we don't know if that's true or not. I'm not saying. But he was true. saying like, there's no. No, he said that's stupid. Yeah. Essentially. And I would take it from someone who. The OG. Who has Nike SB collaborations and has a Nike SB account that maybe. That's yeah. Not true. And so this, what information did you get? I don't have a lot right now that we can share or nothing that the brands are going to comment on mm -hmm. just yet. I would say that I wouldn't be surprised if. What happens with the shoe is Nike SB accounts don't get them, and instead, Born and Raised gets all the allocation and gets to be, sell them as be great. they wish. Yeah, yeah. and uh, to me, that feels like a likely scenario, and that is a scenario that could lead to the confusion of some people somewhere saying, it's "Oh, this is canceled." If they talk semantics let's say, a little bit, yeah, you know what I mean. And again, I'm not blaming any of the accounts who originally posted it because I do think it got telephoned around and passed around and simplified in a way that it shouldn't have been, but. I do think that, again, this is a hypothetical situation. If somebody was trying to reach out to a store and say, hey, are you still going to get these? And the store said, no, we're not getting them. And then in their mind, they said, that means the shoe is canceled. When in fact, it could mean, and this is the reality that I'm anticipating, that Nike SB stores won't get them and instead Born and Raised has all of them. And that's the solution to the problem. Because I don't think Nike would want to, and I don't think Born and Raised would want to, just destroy the shoes and not celebrate this moment with the sneaker. That makes, that makes no sense. The yeah. idea of them destroying the yeah. shoes, it's just... I, I'd agree. I yeah. think they'll be distributed some way. I, I believe so. Like, and, you know, now, like, sadly and, and tragically, as like a, a, some sort of homage, you know? Yeah, yeah. for yeah. the passing of Sponto. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah mentioned that, and I, not to be too much of a, a Debbie Downer, but also, sadly enough, uh, Angus Cloud. Yes. Yes. Passed away yesterday. I know you had him on sneaker shopping. Yeah, and and you know I'm such a such a sad passing and mm -hmm. tragic passing and and his father and, had passed away like absolutely and way too young and and twenty five yeah just we were fortunate to get one of his rare interviews on sneaker shopping I think it was a little over a year and um, a it year was in ago. the height of euphoria too right yeah I remember that episode went live I think. 
the day after the season finale of, of that season, mm-hmm. I believe. And I remember such a nice guy on set. And then he was joined kind of later in the episode by uh, Javon Walton, who mm-hmm. played like his co-star. Kid, yeah. yeah. And they were just like hanging out and Javon's dad was there. And, you know, just like remember Angus going into the grail case. Well, that was the infamous was, scene where you're interviewing yeah. Javon and he's like, well, can yeah. I go in here? And then he's in the middle of it while you're doing the interview. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure that I, I remember, I think, even leaving set and Angus was just chilling outside of Flight Club, maybe with Jose and some other people on the crew. And he was like, such such a nice guy. Another another lo- uh, tragic loss. Someone gone too, too soon. And um, thoughts go out to his family and friends and just fortunate that you get to kind of spend time with them mm-hmm. and and um yeah just really really sad and uh gone gone too soon yeah absolutely uh, one more thing i want to mention on the born and raised dunk issue is that this happens a lot where we see what we believe to be a piece of misinformation floating around and it's kind of a a weird calculus to have to determine of at what point do you try and reach out and stop what seems to be misinformation or mm. do you just ignore it? And, you know, I think Z Sneakerheads made a post and I, I trust him. He's one of the most accurate leakers out there, I think, saying, hey, this isn't the case. This shoe is not canceled. But it's just this this kind of process we have every time something comes up like that is like, oh, has this spread enough to where we need to make a news post on the website saying, hey, this is not true? Or like, do sometimes, we... Sometimes I think we've posted stuff like that where we've had, uh, you know, conversations where maybe it's not a... Maybe it's a bit of info... Or I think in the past where it was fake Louis Vuitton, the auction Air Force Ones were starting to mm-hmm. hit the market. And it was like, hey, just heads up, the fake Louis Vuitton, which is like a $100,000 shoe, is mm-hmm. starting to hit. Yeah, um, It's interesting, too, because this past week we have saw a video online where I know we've had the conversation about reps a, a bunch on here. But there was someone who posted a their rep collection where they look like a, they a were TikTok video, right? Yeah, Describe yeah. this to me. They they look like they were all dead stock. And I know a lot of people out there go, Hey, I buy reps because the bots or screw the bots. This is my way of getting the shoes. So he has, he has a, a shoe closet full of shoes that were never available to bots because many of them were never available to the public for sale. And in, in general, there's a lot of the friends and family. Yeah. Travis Scott shoes. Speaking about sneakers, the SBs that got destroyed, Brendan. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yes. SBs, Nike mags. It's just shoes Kanye that... Kanye West Bapes does. Yeah. yeah. Sneakers that you would never, ever be able to attain unless you yeah. were and quite rich or quite tapped in 20 years ago. And the user is uh, Cedaz. C-E-D-A-Z. I believe maybe his name is Eben. And yeah, t- to your point, it's him going through these grail level replicas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it was from the conversation that we were having about mm-hmm. where you were basically saying like, you know, you, you get the, you basically understand the phenomenon of replicas, but when you have like these grail level, super hype it's, like it's almost at some point, you have to be honest with yourself that you're doing this for other people's, I know you may like the shoes, but you're doing it for other people's validation or you're doing it so other people think you have the real shoes. Like, you, you have to. It's, how is it the case that all the shoes you want are the most expensive, the most rare, the and, most? And, and I had pairs? asked, I had asked a couple like all, other week where I'm like, hey, if these shoes weren't worth twenty thousand dollars, would it still be your grail? Like he's got on the shelf here, Wahlberger Jordan fours. Like, is that really? 
do you really like like that shoe? And it's a question we should always ask ourselves mm-hmm. of, and we all fall victim to it of Definitely. whether or not we like a shoe based on it being rare or expensive. This guy's bare feet in this video. I didn't need to see that, but yeah. Yeah, but that was a two-week-old video, and I definitely saw some discussion around it yesterday. And or even to bring it back to we had uh, when we had Michael Strahan on full size. I know he's not supposed to be the end-all, be-all of real or not, but he goes, "We don't wear fake shoes. It's okay if not everyone has everything." <laughs> For some reason, I don't think Michael Strahan's opinion on this is going to it's going to sway people <laughs> away from. It. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's an interesting. I, I saw one person commenting on it on Twitter. Um, saying, you know, good on Gen Z for doing this since Nike refuses to fix the bot problem. But That's this, the other to me, side of it. To me, but we, and no, 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 because I feel like this is where we, flies. this is where we need to be more objective with what we're talking about because, because of the shoes those shoes have n- there's the travis scott mocha jordan ones in there and maybe i think the travis scott fours yes. the, the blue pair but Th- those are shoes that you could reasonably say yes. i'm mad i can't get these because the quote-unquote the, bots i think there's the, the one release. the one lows as well the travis one mm-hmm. lows but 90 percent of those shoes have nothing to do with bots, yes. like the Nike mags were only right. released for uh, for the Michael J. Fox Foundation, a charity auction. How could you be mad at that release? Raise millions of to dollars Parkinson's. for Parkinson's research. He has <laughs> the purple front. You mentioned though, yeah. he has the purple Travis friends and family, or the the Freddy Krueger yeah. Nike SB is a shoe that never yeah. got released due to legal issues behind the shoe, in which Nike they say that. Uh, supposedly they were going to just trying to destroy the pair so there's like oil or whatever on the shoes where they mm. try to burn them in a f- factory i don't know does he say how much he paid for each pair no it's not mentioned in the video that i could tell. but i think you're just conflating two different issues yes there where you're you, the one person the one person yeah. but there's one person who the, made that comment is the one that where that, it's spread on Twitter. that's the one where it's, yeah fbo flaco i think the person's name i is. just think that saying that you're mad at nike for bots has nothing to do with I can't get friends and family only shoes. Yeah. Those are two completely separate things. And the only reason why you want those shoes is like, yeah, you may think a purple Travis Scott Jordan 4 is dope. I get it. But a lot of people really want that shoe because they know it's worth like $60,000 or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, I know what you mean to an extent, but also I think, and I do agree with that, but I think it's very tough to determine why people want well, you can't you I, I know you i know you can't say conclusively yeah the only reason why you want the shoe is because of the resale value but it just seems a little conspicuous a little bit that the yes. only shoes that you're exactly. interested in are the ones that are worth this much money which is fine but mm. not where my tastes are i don't my tastes don't align with that so like are we are there still shoes out there that and I know it's impossible to do? So this is just hypothetical. But if we strip away the rarity, the mm-hmm. resale, and the storytelling behind it, but you just show you a shoe, mm-hmm. like you almost take it back to the, that's a nine. No, no, so no it's tough. fine. That always comes up though. It and that's is tough to but do. But you talk about nine-year-old all of us, right? <laughs> it's tough Where to do. Mm-hmm. you're probably stuck with your mom taking you to. Kmart or Payless and picking right. out. Right. They still smell Payless. I, I know the exact Payless but when you, when you never remember leave the, my mind. The shoe, the shoe racks with the box top off and yep. they're all with, uh, arranged by sizes. And it you're smells just, very rubbery in Payless. And yes, and you're just like going a, through the shoes that you may be having carpet. for... You yeah. may be having for the school year this year and you're mm-hmm. literally just picking them off of, I like this one, I want to wear this one, mm-hmm. you know, because they're all probably the same $20, $30 at the time. Where you, if you can take yourself back 
to that mindset, but all of a sudden it's Red Octobers, Air Force <laughs> Ones, et cetera. And these Nike just, mags. Yeah, these Travis are just things Dunn's. you have. Yeah. I, th- I In honestly a vacuum, think you have to determine whether or not you like A Nike mag them. out of all the shoes, you would not want at all. What? No. No, no, no. Want no. That? no, if you strip apart. I don't know. The story. Cool. No, the, the st- lights. The no, lights? the storytelling. But the, no, the shoe being this high. The silhouette. Yes. Okay. But the, but everything no, I get else. It. Yeah. You, you, Look at the mischief boots. Yeah, but you probably would have wanted uh, LA Gear shoes probably even more if you're just in it for the lights. I had the lights. All of the lights? But, yeah. I had those. Yeah. <laughs> stomping around. I also I thought had you Reebok. DDR for a second. Also, I believe Reebok had Reebok ERS. Mm-hmm. And I was very. Energy up- return system? No. Yes. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. How popular was it? It was okay. Our, our friend Hikmet actually. Back in the day, did a Reebok ERS collab that the shoe actually smells like oranges. Yeah. So I had a pair of Reebok ERSs, and I remember going to school and someone being like, really, you got the Reebok ERS and not the Nike Airs? <laughs> they fried you yeah. for the Reeboks? Yeah, literally. That's, you know, you, you remember, they were like, really, Reebok ERS instead of Nike Air? Let me ask you this. In that moment... Did you vow to better your sneaker collection or get some sort of vengeance? Because a lot of us have that sneaker origin story. Where they need to of, level up. I, I got the the Bobos, and then from that point forward, I knew I would get all the shoes I ever wanted. Did it stick out for you like that? You know what I said? I said to myself, one day, listen, you're going to have a show. You're going to have multiple shows, right, And on YouTube. And you're going to get Ronaldo, and you're going to go to China, and you're going to, you know, and one day, listen, you're talking about my Reebok Urs. I'm going to have the Inter Milan friends and family one day. You know, that's what it stuck out to me. But I, all kidding aside, I remember, I remember, which is. You actually, remember. I, actually, er, actually a, funny, a funny <laughs> remember roast. It actually well. was a fu- funny roast. And I remember. It didn't hurt you? No, but I remember telling my mom, like, oh, like Reebok er, and it, like Reebok ERS, ERS, they're not like the Nike Air. The other thing that I What'd remember. Say? She like tried to, I don't know soften up the other thing that was wild that my mom did this is true is tiva and reef were all the rage yeah and i loved my I tivas had, bro they were fire i had a pair of tivas i did a whole summer in tivas once so did uh, multiple summers yeah. seven straight, straight summers critics might not admit it <laughs> no one else did it like i did it though what okay else? but what hold else? on hold on this tiva i remember the one summer she tried to uh get like generic maybe like mm-hmm. like I don't know who would have it, Tar- Target or whatever, mm. called, like Kmart. Kmart, and Caldors. She saved the Tiva, little Tiva tag and tried to like sew it on. Your mom tried to trick yes. you? Yes, she did. She, broke, she made bootleg. She yes. Broke, she broke out Tiva's the sink. I don't even know how Sewing you- Sewing tigers on your shirt? Ex- and you alleg- exactly. Yeah. And you want to see the, <laughs> you want to see the, the inside? inside? See, exactly. I'll see you later. But I don't even, I don't even know how she, I was like, mom- I'll wear regular sandals. It's fine. But yeah, a little, listen. Damn, she broke out the Singer sewing machine. <laughs> the Reebok Urs and the Tevas that she was trying, you know. So you mean yeah. you might need your own Reebok project at this point. How far would that be? The Urs? Get our boy Durs in there? Durs and Urs. And then you do, you, do this, you, do the sneaker, you do the sneaker release in Greece with Teddy. Okay. Wait, why in Greece? Because that's where you sourced your Reeboks from, the Dime Reeboks. And you got the gotcha. Dime. I'm dying. Wow, out. everything is everything is connected today. The Dropping confluence, dimes. exactly. <laughs> that fly really look. It's on your the fly land. I remember. I really pride myself on having the good enough reflexes to kill a fly, and With it's bothering me. What's what's what was that movie? Jungle to Jungle. Uh, what about it? That's the classic, a Tim Allen classic. Yeah, and I, he's wearing. A, oh man, I think Let's he's wearing it. a 
Just trying to get the satellite phone to connect in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah, but I think the sun comes to New York City and has like the blow, the blow dart gun. Okay, he, like, kills a fly. What about oh. the blow dart from uh, old school? Oh yeah, Stifler. Everything's connected. <laughs> but I remember, I remember, I remember back in the day. I think it was in first or second grade uh, when this was in Reebok pumps. Oh, were amazing. all the rage, and I ended up, mm-hmm. I ended up getting yeah. the Reebok pumps. I didn't have cool shoes like growing up a lot, but that one year stretch where I had the Aqua Jordan eights and the Reebok black top pumps, and I think I had the cross training pumps that Emmett Smith wore. Those mm. were like the three cool shoes I had. Were those called the pay dirts? Something I, I forget, but okay. it was like the preseason. Good I think it was preseason Reeboks. But there was a brand. Uh, there was like a Bobo brand called Jax, J A X. That, like from Mortal Kombat, Jax? yeah. They also made a pump shoe at okay. the time, and there was a few people who came to school with the Jacks on instead of the Reeboks. But this was like the weird, like kid thing where you know how there was like some people who didn't have the cool thing but they were somehow able to like try to convince people that this was actually yeah, i got the other thing i got the thing that you don't know about this yeah is and cool i wasn't one. and i wasn't there to like i wasn't trying to be like oh you don't have reebok pumps i you just didn't, didn't have the know, gates closed i just didn't know what it was but the there was like a couple <laughs> yeah, people who they happened to be like the cooler person or like in class mm-hmm. at the time i think my uh my first grade class, they put it was a first and second grade class. The combo, yeah, where there combination, was combination. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But there was uh, there was a few older kids. There was a few like like they were a year older than yeah. you, and they would be in class. So you'd always look up to the the kids who were like a year older than you, mm-hmm. and they had the jacks pumps on, and they tried to convince like us first graders, and they were the second graders that mm. the jacks were actually the the cool ones the cool thing and it's funny just looking back at that thinking that oh man like the jacks are the cool thing how come i can't find them at the sneaker store and it was like thinking that it was actually the rare thing that you had to hunt down and yeah. find but little did i know it was probably because it, they didn't sell them at Foot Locker. have you something. ever tried to find them these days i actually looked them? i think i looked it up and i think they got like sued by reebok at oh, the time and just really got, yeah i got put out of business Wow, but you really looked up to the guys with them. They were packing the jacks in the back of the class. <laughs> yeah. Bars. Yeah. <laughs> Bars. I think the one shoe I had back then, and I think I did get fried for it, uh, was I think my mom had got me at, um, there was a store called Ames. So that was a department store in New England. Like like uh, J.C. Penny style? Yeah. He's trying to get the fly. <laughs> but I ended up getting a pair of ever everlast not the rapper that's mm-hmm. not a that's those no but i got bad, I, I got fried for it destroyed for having everlast sneakers and someone's like they make boxing gloves yeah not mike tyson shoes mike tyson wore that i know but i got i don't know why i got fried for wearing everlast shoes back in the day mm. it happens traumatic memories i know well we we, we kind of did all right i guess before we get out of here Le- should we oh yeah we should talk about the lebron 21 Yes, absolutely. Looks pretty good to me. A lot of people saying it looks like a has kind of like a Kobe DNA, but I I think the, people said that about the twenty as well. Yeah, kind of has some of the design cues maybe of the Kobe four, but I saw like the suede model that I think I don't know if he leaked it or mm-hmm. it looks pretty pretty luxe. I I think they look good. I mean, it's almost like know. a rose gold or gold to it. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel like him wearing them? Was at all in response to me saying on this podcast a month ago that I had seen them? Do we think? Do we think LeBron heard that, or mm. do you, do you, do you no. think that factored maybe. in? Maybe. No, yeah, <laughs> no maybe. that's 100%, 1,000% yeah. a no. joke for maybe. anybody yeah. listening. I like the look of the shoe. Me too. I think the LeBron line has done well to swing the pendulum it needed, back. It needed a, like a reboot. It already it already had had one to mm-hmm. some degree, because all the shoes, you know, 
Seven, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten were hot. Eleven was that like. Uh, Eleven was one of those ones where he just did not wear it. Yeah, and there's it, been a handful of LeBron shoes like that where Nike will never really acknowledge but we, the extent. We heralded it at the time. I remember that was like when I first started working at Complex, and Russ and DJ Clark Kent thought that that was like the greatest shoe of all time. Because Hold on, I'll say that I was a big LeBron Eleven fan. I bought two pairs at retail of the King's Pride Nike LeBron Eleven. I liked that shoe at the time. Not so we like ranked one, it as like but... the best shoe of the year. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think it aged. Well, uh, but then I think yeah, after I that, 12, 13, 14, LeBrons were like forgettable. And they did, was a LeBron watch was when people were like, oh, LeBrons yeah, are back. That was cool. Yeah, that, that was, was yeah, cool. That was fun. And the, the retro stuff coming, I mean, people are excited about that. The purple AZGs. He's had a few models that I really, really liked. I, I liked the Zoom Generation 1. My favorite, and maybe it's hype or prisoner of the hype machine, the LeBron 8. All time. South Beach. It. South Beach. Just come on. Classic. I remember. Sprite I even got LeBron eight lows. I, I remember uh, getting Mr. Brando the Entourage LeBron eights. Remember those the, blue, the and, blue yellow? and yellow? Yeah. Yep. yeah. I I was taking the train still from Long Island and coming right off foot uh, right off Thirty Fourth Street, going into foot action in the morning. And I remember I picked those up for him. There was a bunch of eights, yeah. but I do like these twenty ones. Twenty one, and I think uh, <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of good colorways out of them. I'm yeah, excited for I think so come. too. And I guess I I had mentioned it briefly to Brendan on a live that we did. And I just want to throw it on the podcast so more people can hear because I thought it was a cool story. I had a pair of LeBron 20s. They were okay shoe, but just something I, I had. I'm just trying to get rid of stuff because I have too much. Yeah. There's this guy, James, who lives across the street. Um, cool dude. I've known him for years. He's like kind of into like kind of into sneakers, whatever. He was outside cleaning his Escalade okay. on rims in the street, which is cool in itself. And he was wearing a pair of OG Royal foam posits. So I mean, he's he's like a sneaker guy, you yeah. know. But he's in more into basketball, mm -hmm. Air Force One stuff, and I'm like, I would know we're the same size, and I had a pair of LeBron twenties in my house, and I'm just like, I go outside, and it just caught him off guard, and I was like, dude, hey, do you want these? Wow, want a pair of LeBrons? And just like, I'm not doing it to like be like I'm a good guy per se. It's just like nice to get rid of things and give them to people who are going to oh. appreciate them more than you. But it was just a random moment of spreading the LeBron good love. Who, who has a gold star? Let's give it to him for that good <laughs> Or a shiny nickel. <laughs> yeah. But but I like that. I'm all for it. Also, we got to talk foam. One piece of foam positive news. I don't know if you saw it this weekend. Is, was did, it our friend Tyler? Yeah. Our that's friend Tyler Monson. Yeah, the foam pot. Did you see his feature on um Soulmates? Oh, yeah. Hype Beast? Yeah. 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 yeah some OGs Tyler. in there. Shouts to Tyler. Always happy to see Tyler shining. Absolutely. Uh, there's one more thing I want to address, and I know this is a thing we always come back to, but... Another soul burster. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> no. Just even more compelling than that, if you can imagine. This <laughs> week marks the latest launch of Yeezys from Adidas. Just, just focus. I really need to get that. Okay, sorry. Landing I wanna, on my yeah. water bottle. No, um, Yeezys are back. They're arriving at boutique retailers this week, mm -hmm. just as we expected. I think one of the more interesting things about this, and this is not new to how Adidas approaches Yeezy releases, but it's very calculated, and they're being very strict about what exactly people are, are allowed to post when it comes to the Yeezy launches. 
you're only allowed to post about them one time on Instagram. You have to use this exact template. Oh that yeah, Adidas yeah, supplies. I see really? that. Yes, like, we're is, getting the shoes. Is it? Is it like I miss all of this. It's by the, the way. second. It's the second and third. Yes. That the shoes are coming out, and there'll be like a template. Yes. Where it insert name of retailer. Where exactly. It's like, I don't know if it was the second or third, but it was like N Clothing is getting these shoes on X wow. date. Wow. Offspring posted. Offspring is getting the shoes on this date. Yeah. Interesting. And this has always been the totally case with Yeezys, where if you remember um, at the at the height of their popularity where you could only really circulate the official Yeezy product images with mm -hmm. that kind of plain and that's background what, and this on was, them. And that's what this was. It's that that tannish with the Same, black Yeezy yeah. font. And there was even one message that Adidas sent to some of their retailer partners basically saying exactly what they were allowed to say internally on the subject, which was, quote, we support Adidas's thoughtful approach of selling some of the remaining inventory of Yeezy products and donating them to select organizations working to combat discrimination and hate, including racism and anti-Semitism. So Adidas even gave messaging to wow. their retail partners of like, if anybody asks you about the Yeezys, this is exactly what you have to say. They were only allowed to sell them online, no lines, no first come first serve. So it seems set up in a way that was to, yes, get the shoes out there and sell them and benefit Adidas, benefit the stores who could sell them and benefit hopefully these anti-hate groups, but also, yeah make it as little of a moment as possible where don't talk about it a lot online, hmm. don't have people crowded out in front of the stores, don't display them really prominently, just sell the shoes as quick as you can, get in and get out. Very interesting. Yeah, seating, gifting, any anything like that was not allowed when it came to these sneakers. Wow. Yeah, super controlled and we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the future of Adidas is. And that is. first restock did a, a, or that first release a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, yep. we've seen all the headlines about how many hundreds of millions you know of dollars it made for everybody, so. Oh, can we use that before we go? Just to, I guess, to clarify, because I know people were in their feels about last time we were talking about Yeezy products saying it wasn't a sneakerhead shoe. I was like, I still think people want a 350. Mm -hmm. And you guys were like, I don't think so. A lot of the comments No, we didn't were, say that. We, oh. You had said that everyone who wanted a 350 had gotten a 350. No, that yeah. was, no that's what I thought that's what we were saying. That's what you were saying. I was saying, like, still, I still think that there's a bunch of people out there who haven't got a 350. That's what, and yeah, still that's what we mean. It. That's, that, that's, but you guys said that. You guys, I had disagreed with that. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought you did mm -hmm. too. But thought, our audience is saying that that's not the case. A bunch of comments okay. were like, "No, three fifty is still a shoe." Like, I, I want to. I, I love, to but hear you from the still want to own. But I think that I just had thought that at this point that you would have at least hit on something because there's so if, many opportunities. If you if you wanted Yeezys for the past five six years that they've been around, yeah, that there had been some of these mass releases that like the cream. Uh, restock that they did where basically the shoe wasn't on a pre-order per se yeah, but those shoes and Foot Locker they were available I remember that when they dropped that shoe yeah. they were you could buy them for like 12 hours that day on the site that they were still yeah. available so it's like if you were there for those it felt like you you couldn't have not bought them yeah. also did you notice Foot Locker didn't post the announcement about no. having Yeezys. It's all the it's all the small stores, the big box and stores didn't put that out there. All I just want to say is just to clarify things is people had gotten upset that we said that the three fifty wasn't a if you were the three fifty, you're not a sneakerhead. That's not what we ever said. It was more so just a statement of saying we think the three fifty's gone past the point where if someone's wearing the three fifty, you automatically just assume that they're a yes, sneakerhead. You just see so many people wearing it where it's not saying you are a sneakerhead, you're not a sneakerhead, but it's just like, a, like you see someone wearing white Air Force Ones, you don't automatically assume they're a sneakerhead. It's just because yeah. so many people wear them. That's yeah. which is totally Lost fine. Some of that original connotation. It's yeah, totally fine. Sure. Okay. Listen, I think we touched on a bunch of topics. The yep, only thing today. we didn't touch on is this fly is floating around. You're supposed to karate chop it out of the air. You couldn't handle yeah, that. We, I don't know. I couldn't handle that assignment. I know. I feel like it's a challenge now, but I don't know. I think the fly won this time. 
<laughs> but some news. Yes. We are going on a break. Three weeks. Summer vacation. Yeah. Really apologize, but it is the summer. We've been traveling a lot. We've had a very busy, packed shooting schedule, so we are taking three weeks off. We're going to recharge. Mm -hmm. We'll be, we back, be right back before the end of August. Yeah, we'll be back in three weeks, and hopefully there's a lot of sneaker news to get to. And hopefully you guys binge some of the past episodes that we've had recently. And yeah, three weeks. What There's a gonna, lot of old episodes. What are you going to do? What are we doing? In, hey, it's the CrossFit Games this weekend. Uh, you are you I, an entry? No, but uh, did oh. not. SummerSlam right? this week. Sadly, did not qualify. But hey, wow, did you try to qualify? Everyone participates in the first stage of it, not thinking you're going to qualify, but oh, just as know. a just as a community. You didn't thing. know that. Didn't just know. as a community yeah, thing. But no hey, idea. okay. <laughs> Spend your time and go watch it this weekend. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. CrossFit wow. Jesus. Uh, tell me other things that I could not CrossFit possibly care Jesus, less about. CrossFit uh, Jesus, Seth Rollins, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. CrossFit, what else? And also, I was a little disappointed at seeing our boy, Dustin. Who ain't got jujitsu, Poirier? Another thing I don't care Getting the head kick. That was, a t that was a tough one. Me and Joe, we were like literally right after it happened. Wow, yeah. Two yeah. great competitors. Derek Lewis, though. Oh, yeah. Getting the triple H. Drop, drop the... <laughs> do, do an ISO. Poor guy. Look at, you know, I'm lost. Shorts. I'm lost. Yeah, I'm ready to go right now. Listen, you have time to to, to catch up on the UFC in these three weeks. Won't uh, be doing that. <laughs> Listen, three weeks off. Hope everyone enjoys kind of like the rest of the summer. We'll be back, ready, recharged. Go binge. Like I said, some past episodes. Hope everyone has a great weekend, a great few weeks. We will see you in three weeks. Wait, you won't eat meat, but you'll kill a fly? Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jillian Hardman-Webb. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.